0: Welcome to the MMA Road show episode number 366. My name is John Warrior. Cold coffee is with me. That's what, if you hear the extra little excitement in my voice, maybe the extra little a little a little flavor in there. I mean it's Partly because we've got a bottle of whiskey open. That's yes, why it. it is. But the other part is I'm back with cold coffee. I appreciate the remote shows and the and the, the multiple edit shows from multiple locations where I thought I was going to have to knock cool, somebody though. out. I pretty mean, cool. You know, we got things going on, but there's nothing better than just being what the show is supposed to be, and that is... John Morgan and cold coffee, sitting down, having some frosty beverages and some whiskey, and some whiskey, and talking about some MMA and, and whatever else. So it's good to well, see okay. you back, my man. It
1: is good to be back, and uh, it's good to be back with the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Duke Whiskey, legendary Duke Whiskey, legendary Duke Whiskey. Uh, no, man, it, it does feel good, man. It's funny that that trip to Columbus, man, while it was only like a week and a half, feels like it took a lot longer, and uh, and then. Uh, well, that's her.
0: Well,
1: okay, you can pour me should, some more. Should I pour you more? I mean, or should I, do I have a nipple anywhere in this house? Wow, I pour over wow.
0: Top? Look, I mean. I'm,
1: you I'm, did say that you were going to sip gonna on sip it. I'm going to sip the whiskey. I got to you know, sip the whiskey. You don't want to just rush you gotta it. You got to understand, so.
0: I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm in a position in my career right now. <laughs>
1: where you're working more Where than there ain't
0: know. no sleeping in. There ain't no sleeping in. <laughs> there ain't, yo know, like, hey, I had a
1: couple drinks, so I'm going to hang out a little bit and get some rest. Like, <laughs> no, no. I. Uh, What's your average workday? Oh, well, man. I mean, well, one. Well, all right, I guess we should preface it because one, we've always been overworkers, anyways. So we well, yeah. always work way above the thing. But in terms of like, now you have no one to stop you from kind of keep working, right. you know, because you know that it only benefits you to work it as does. much as you can
0: the only the only thing that's stopping me from working all the time is my family you know what yeah. i mean and not that they're actively stopping me just that i don't because they understand i don't exactly but i don't want to like not not be around them you know what i mean and yeah. especially um i've got a lot of travel coming up too and so i so basically what i do is i wake up in the morning usually around like 7 a.m i just check in make sure there's nothing crazy going on i mean yeah. the good thing is like Right now, I'm not in the big breaking news game. So, I mean, I don't, I don't have yeah. to be like Johnny on the spot right now. Let's get the post up right away, immediately, that sort of thing. You know, we've got a little bit more flow to it. So that part's nice. But then it's get the kid off to school, you know. So I, I kind of check in on things, make sure nothing's – you know, make sure the website is still working basically, you know. And I <laughs> Just don't – you know, if you, if you wake up in the morning and it's not working, we need, we need to do something. But as long as it's working – um, and, and I'll have tried to make sure there's some content set up for myself in the morning. you know. Well, then, I'll, that. then I'll get my kid. Then I'll get my kid off to school. And then at that point, the grind starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then it's just nonstop. Uh, doing a lot more interviews now. I was going to say, you've been doing a lot of interviews. A lot more interviews. I forgot
1: I subscribed that day because I wanted to chat on your, your uh – your live stream oh right, right, so i keep getting notified when i open up youtube like of these interviews i was like man look at all these interviews doing a lot more do.
0: interviews man i gotta because I, I gotta create content yeah i mean i gotta create unique content i mean that's the whole thing is i am not going to be able to keep up with the staff of mma junkie the staff of mma fighting so i've got to create some unique content on my own so yeah that's why i didn't that's why that's why i was <laughs> uh but then, We're drinking now. but, but what, I'm, what i'm trying to do though basically is what i'm trying to do is balance that like once my kid gets home Go, like, spend some time. Like, take a break. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Take a break. Spend a little time with the kid. Go to his jujitsu practice. Um, the know. important things. D- it is, man. The important things. And then, you know, maybe duck back in after, like, he goes to bed. Maybe do a little bit more work after that. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's 12 to 14-hour days, but I'm taking a little break here and there. And, I, dude, I took my first day off. Uh, last Sunday, which was nice. I, I hadn't taken a day off in the month of March yet, and I was like twenty, what, twenty six days in or something. I was wow. like, I've, I was like, I worked twenty six straight days. I'm like, I gotta take a day off. So um,
1: that's like that early junkie grind.
0: Yeah, it's and 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 the, and the crew over at, the the crew over at the underground man. They're they're super cool. Like they they. Were, I was like, look guys, just so you know, like there's gonna be days where I just have to duck out, and they were like. You took this job thinking you'd get a day off, you know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> of course, man. So they're they're super supportive, and and you know we've been we've been uh, you know kind of getting a business plan together and addressing things that need to be fixed. So if anybody has seen, we've already made some changes um, at mixedmartialarts.com, but we got we got more coming, and, and this isn't the end product, you know. But uh, you are talking about in terms of changes of the site. A little bit of everything, yeah. In, in in terms of the site, in terms of you know all kinds of things. So uh, we're we're getting we're getting started though, and uh, it's I'm enjoying it, man. I'm enjoying what you it.
1: Cons- what what uh, do you what do are you, are you calling yourself in playing number one, or what are you? Uh- I am the editor in chief. So does that? I mean, I guess technically, yeah, i well. I'm not.
0: I, I guess I'd be employee number one because they all own it. Yes, yeah, so I guess I am. Right? Because well, nobody
1: there's no other. I think
0: they've had people. I mean, like, site's been in existence for 24 years. Yeah, so I yeah, think yeah. they've had some people on and off. So I guess I can't be. But if we of the new the new, of the new era, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like era. it's like the Zufa era, right? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh uh, yeah, it's the Zufa. Play number
1: one of the Morgan era. I'm employee John number Morgan. one
0: of the Morgan era. I love it. I love it. So yeah, man, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's been fun figuring everything out. Like I said, it's been yeah. crazy, but we're starting to settle. Into a routine, settling into a rhythm now. Starting to make plans, um, and uh, I'm excited, man. I, I got a bu- got a busy April coming up. I will be I will be in Jacksonville, so we'll be covering Jacksonville. Look
1: at that! You'll be down there with uh, Mike Bond and Danny Segura. Oh,
0: fantastic! Looking forward to it. Sure, we'll spend some time with them at some point. I hope so. Uh, you know, keep keep the close ties with the old junkie. Absolutely. <laughs> I, you know, we don't forsake the old junkie. You know, there's not. I mean, some of it, but not 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 all of it, you know what I mean we got some we got some we spent a lot of years there, fifteen years there, man it's a lot, You know a long so time can't just totally you know forsake, it. although I will say, man, uh not spending much time on the website anymore, that's for sure man yeah. it's kind of it's kind of interesting not you know just refreshing that thing the whole time it's a it's a it's a different it's a different mindset and and yeah. it's 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 getting me adjusted to it, you know what I mean, which is uh. Which is not easy, but it's been fun. But, yeah, enjoying doing a lot more interviews than I have, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of fun, getting, doing that again. And just time never allowed for it before, you know what I mean? Yeah. My job responsibilities never allowed for it, so it's, it's been kind of fun. But, nah, I'm not doing any hour-long documentaries, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 the last time I recorded it, I hadn't seen it, but uh, I did get a chance to watch it. Actually, it was cool, man. I actually um, – pulled it up on my Apple TV at home, sat on the couch and, oh, the big and one. yeah, watched it on the big 75-inch oh, TV. Nice. Had a drink or two and watched it and uh man, I'll just I know that you don't need to hear it from me because you've already heard it from the likes of of John Anik. you've already heard it from the <laughs> likes of the of the of the UFC weigh-in show. They've been singing your praises, but well, now man,
1: that you told me about it, <laughs> Did. They that's gave pretty me a fucking, that's pretty cool
0: and, dude the uh, I thought it came out real nice man and I, I think again real cool and, and uh I don't know man I know that, that that's the kind of project that you want to do so I guess now that we're uh in person I just want to say man I, I thought it, I thought it came out phenomenal
1: I appreciate it very 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 much you know and we always said that things like that will always be around the character you know if I picked you know random just whoever that didn't have a story or you know a following like uh brown like you know, the thing about Matt is that, I mean, we all knew P- he was beloved, but until you really see him in that area and right. you see the, the, that area embrace him, but let alone people on the outsir- outskirts, you know, I was like, you know, and it's funny, I was telling him the first time, like, when I wanted to meet him when I was a UFC staffer, because at the time I'm, I can't remember what the event was that he was on. I could have been maybe in Sacramento or somewhere. I can't remember. For some reason I was feeling like California or somewhere. I remember going through the roster of who was going to be on the card. I was like, "Man, who's there? Who's here? Who's there?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, so and so from Columbus." I was like, "Wait, wait, what?" "What?" "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "There's a Columbus fighter here," and I was like, "Who is this guy?" You know? And immediately was like, "Well, you know, I got to root for this guy. I got to like this guy," and then you see his fight style, and then you're like, "Holy shit!" Like he's everything that we like about this sport—the guy that just goes out there and just is not—he oh, down. He just wants to throw down, and he's, but he's also—he's not going out there. He didn't talk, doesn't talk a lot of trash. He doesn't whatever, but he's just endearing to a certain type of fan and what i realized in this project um and doing this was that you need to have somebody like that that has this interesting side that has a backstory that has the the scars that has the blemishes you know if the if the subject's too perfect too pretty and too unjaded it's just there's no there's no substance there right. you know and the more as we got into it and just following him around, he was, he was so welcoming. He was so just like, whatever you want to do, man, as much as you want to go, you know, when you're trying to ask a fighter, Hey, I'm going to come immerse myself into your life. You know, I'd like to get this, 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 but you know, what's your schedule? What are you open to? What are you, what are you available? And he's like, he's like, dude, whatever you want, as much as you want, you know, you want to, whatever you want to, come shoot on wednesday in the morning or whatever and then you know we could go whatever and at night whatever you want whatever you need that's awesome and uh dude trains like a madman uh his training was super impressive and it's funny like at fight night you know now i'm getting too far into like but like he was training so much i was just like all he does is train so Mm -hmm. i was like dude we're gonna get so much footage of, of like B roll, and this is going to be great. But then I was like, hey, you know, if you have like any favorite restaurants, do you have like anything we can go, we could shoot B roll? And he's like, he's like, bro, I'm, I'm kind of boring. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't really do anything. He's like, I train and then I, I just kind of go home, you know. That's kind of what he does. No wonder you connect with him so much. Yeah. You're like what? You never leave your house. <laughs> leave I house. love you. <laughs> this is amazing. But I was like, I was like, oh man, maybe we're gonna get some setup up shots going here or there. And he was just like, you know, I don't really do anything outside of the gym. You know, I go to the gym and then I go to this gym and then I go to this gym. You know, um, but he was, it was great, man. He. He let me come just sort of be a fly on the wall doing whatever, and he was great. Like, And him and his team were just super open about everything. Yeah. When it got down to the interview, you know, we always sometimes say, like, you know, bro, I'm not trying to make a piece that's going to be like a hit piece and do whatever. If you say ever say anything and you're just like, I'm really uncomfortable with this. Have said that. I shouldn't My have man, said I, this. That Can that I take out that wrong. out? I was like, just tell me, let me know. Which
0: when you're doing an in-depth profile on somebody, like it's different when you're covering like a public news conference or something. When right. you're doing an in-depth profile on somebody and you're trying to get them to be as open as possible. Right. If they say like, ah, you know what? I don't like the way that sounded. Like, can we scratch can that? Can we scratch yeah, that? Can course. we redo
1: this? Of course. Is that, because what, what good does that do me? Yeah. Especially if I'm sitting in his living room you know, at this particular point, you know, and doing an interview and he says something and then he's like, oh, man, I really didn't like that. And I'm like, sorry, sucker. I'm keeping it. <laughs> ah, you said gotcha, it. Gotcha. And by the way, I got three more pages of stuff I'm going to ask you about, yeah. you know, which which even that is kind of funny. I went in there with four, four and a half pages of notes. That might sound a lot, but it was like I was joking that the print was like it was like the wide ledger like notepad I got it at the dollar store just so I had something so it was like it wasn't like kindergarten stuff basically kindergarten (laughs) wide you know and so uh, you know I go in there and I'm like I'm like bro this is probably only going to take me half an hour for this interview and and his reaction to that was like oh wow like like thirty minutes like he was surprised that people would be into wanting to like just do a thirty minute interview yeah. The Interview went uh, an hour and a half. (laughs) It went an hour and a half. Were you
0: ever getting a feeling that he's like, not at all? And and
1: that was the point. Like, he because we would go and then we'd do some genuine follow ups, but he was, I mean, I didn't
0: see it on tape anywhere. Like, it looked like he was getting annoyed. I just wanted, yeah, he
1: was so honest and open. He was just about it, you know. And I think there was something, you know, and this resonates to like the week before and maybe the week before that when, um. We had the Bobby, the Bobby Green. Not the. I'm sorry, the Ground Roundtree mm-hmm. was just like you know, you guys aren't asking right things. You guys get this, and then you move on. And I was like, I'm not gonna let that happen. I want if there's stuff that this guy wants to talk about, we're gonna talk about it all, you know. And if he's uncomfortable, if he wants to say whatever, but there was no uncomfortable in him. There was no, you know. I'm ashamed about this part of my life, so I'm not going to talk about it. You know, when he started talking about, you know, and it was right from the the get-go when he was telling his thing. It's funny because I I can't remember. It was still in the video. No, I think I cut it. But when I started asking, or maybe it was when I started off the interview, I was like, you know, so so did you, you know, the paraphrasing was like, you know, so tell me about your childhood. You know, was it a happy childhood? And he's like, oh, we just we're just going to go right into it, you know. You know, and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing." You know, there was never a point where um, he was trying to like sugarcoat anything or like hide like yeah, yeah. what made him. And I think that's part of what we eventually when we saw, like Mark Coleman. Like, it does no good if you always if you look back on your past and you sugarcoat and you whitewash everything over, and then you don't acknowledge what made you you. Is that really giving, uh, I don't know, giving the lesson that you learned? The respect? No. You know, I mean.
0: Nor is it allowing for somebody else to potentially learn from that. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, and
1: I think that's what he knew that by sharing his story and doing the other stuff, he was getting the potential for those that that story could resonate with them, a possibility to see like, oh, okay, so, oh. I I dealt with that too. And, you know, maybe I didn't think I could get over that, or maybe I didn't think I was ever going to be able to do anything else because my past is my past and it's always going to weigh me down, you know. This is clearly one of those things when he was just saying more and more and he was just showing it. And I, w- I remember the first, when he talked about the one fight where he's like, Yeah, you know, was signed up to do an uh, amateur fight, you know, did a couple lines and then we got in. And I was like, Wait, no, like, you mean you signed a couple lines yeah, on a form? No, he's like, like, he's no, like no, 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 I did a couple <laughs> lines. And I was like, oh, my God. That was funny. You know, like I was just so shocked by how honest and open he was. Um, but that was another sign where the right character, the right person that invites you in that's willing to do it, if the right one will give you – you pick the right one, you're going to get lucky because they're going to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether you know that you need it or want it or anything, like I would have never been like, hey – I was never, I'd never penciled down once and any question on the sheet, tell me about your drug use of your past. Tell me about your almost overdose on this. I was just
0: willing to talk about it. He brought
1: it up. You know, if you present a platform for fighters and for any interviewers for anybody, and this could be in any conversation that you ever have in your life where if you present an honest and open conversation and be open to that person and you're giving the energy, if you're giving that sense that, hey, this is a not to sound cheesy, this is a safe space where if you have something on your mind you want to talk about it, bro, I'm interested I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. Yep. And he gave all this stuff and as he was saying it, I just like I realized at the end of it all that I felt like something powerful had been said in the interview. Until I went back and really was editing it, then I could hear more of the stuff that he actually said and I was like holy shit you know like yeah, this guy had what a it crazy yeah. it's hard to because I mean you know when you're listening to it and you're listening for that follow up question because you're listening to it but then I'm also thinking like okay how am I going to push this into like well, my
0: next stuff and just for anybody that's like a journalist listening or anybody if this happens to be, like you're still very new in terms of like actually doing full interviews obviously you're a videographer by trade yeah. right and I'm saying that even seasoned interviewers do this right but that's 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 a, that's a hard skill to get. You know what I mean? Where like you're just thinking like, how do I progress this thing along? And so you end up not processing something right. when you hear it live. And that's just, I mean. It's just something that comes with repetition, but it's even hard even with repetition. You know what I mean? To make sure you're focused and in the moment, and really keying in on what they're saying, and thinking, do we need to take this in a different direction versus right. let me just make sure I move on to our next topic. You know right. what I mean? And obviously, man, you know it's it's been fun to see you uh, improve as a as a as an interviewer, just out of necessity, right? Because right. I mean, you've been back there, you know, working in the working in these press rooms where there's three people right. filming, and and if if you guys aren't doing it. Nobody is. Nobody <laughs> is. So, if people, I gotta ask you. So, Mark Coleman, the Mark Coleman stuff oh. is great, I, and obviously, I think I I,
1: I cried the, the next day when I went back and watched it, like, cause I I you know. Plus, it was like I think I was tired from the edit, but there was a point in the edit because I wanted to involve. And this was a and I and it's funny because I, I was telling John earlier before we started recording about how I was able to I gave some guest lectures to, back at the theater class at a different I video project. You do you, you know? know you know as, as guest lecturers. That's on my resume now. <laughs> uh, you know, I was talking about this interview and I had no idea I knew I wanted to interview him and but you know you're gonna get some powerful stuff and, and but then when you're going and I had I had I had the presence when I was doing a lot of b-roll. I knew I was going to interview Mark, so I, there was a lot of times I shot stuff and there's even a lot of b-roll I didn't actually use. so shooting b-roll of Matt working out but also shooting a lot of B-roll of Matt working out, but with the focus being on Mark in the background. Lots of shots of Mark, so you could see yeah, Matt yeah. coming through because I knew I was going to get into him. When that interview happened, Mark had said something earlier about, um, we had talked a little bit about sobriety and about drug, uh, you know, overcoming things. In a passing comment, when I was shooting something else, And so I knew I was going to interview him and, and, but I, when he had said something, I said, do you mind if I bring that up when we talk, can we talk about that? Right. And part of what Mark, Mark is working on being a year sober. Um, but he also wants to be a beacon to others that are struggling about alcoholism, drug abuse, addiction, anything of that, of those sort of things. So he wants to be that person. And he was like, of course, you know, of course, let's talk about it. Um, the next day, when I was editing the footage, and there was a section where you know because I, I even led Matt in the question, I was like, what does it mean to have Mark Coleman in your corner and he starts talking so i I as mark or as Matt was saying that, I was like, man, I remember the footage I got of the interaction between Mark and Matt's daughter, yeah, you know, like they're super, super close, you know, yep. and like he always like part of the time when Matt's working out, Mark will help. Uh, kind of take care of his daughter keep her busy because the boys are in uh, the martial arts classes but she's not so she'll run around like just a firecracker full of energy and there was like practically a person that was just helping keep track of her so Matt could keep doing her things while they were waiting like one one of the young ladies that was helping do it she was waiting for her class to start so she had time but that was part of the whole like collective that came out of this this group family that sort of raises their kids there in a gym while people are, you know, trying to train and do or whatever. And when I watched that clip the next morning um, of Mark and that interaction with his daughter, and then I went back and watched the interview with Mark and just hearing the stuff that he gave me. And then when I saw him start breaking down, I started crying like the next day. Like I was just like – I was. I think I was just so overcome by – One, the whole process, the whole everything, but then like putting it together and you're, you're like shaping that story and you want to make sure you include all those good little bits that, you know, there was so much that I saw that I was like, man, how do I put this in here so that others could see these great little moments that took place? And then when Mark opened up, as it was happening, I was just, I remember thinking, I was like, oh my God, you know. It's funny, you'll you'll laugh about this, because one, the shooter in me was like, God, please, son, don't be over-fucking-exposed because we're outside. So I'm trying to look. I could barely tell on the screen. I was, like, trying to dial down the zebras, and I'm like, ugh. Then while trying to listen to this interview and not freak out, and then realizing he was given this super-powerful moment that I cut out my bits that I said uh, to me because we had other interactions during that conversation, as he was saying, because I came from an alcoholic family as well. So... um we were we were connecting on some of the things that we said but of course I cut my shit out of there um but just going back and listening to him over brought a whole range of emotions from my childhood to even just the just the involvement of what the piece created in this image um uh, but yeah I fucking cried the next day I was like this is so crazy but I was so thankful that it was so honest and open. And I was just glad that I was able to put it in there and then felt like it worked. Yeah. You know, did Did you, did you set up the
0: shot with, with, uh, with Mark so that Matt would be shadow boxing in the background or did he just happen to do that?
1: We're talking about the max effort thing. Yeah. No, those guys were inside the sauna and then they came out. All I did, I set them outside because I wanted to get the max effort on the wall. And I was just framing it like that. Those guys came out from a sauna and they were, you could I had see. a feeling you
0: didn't set that up, but no. I was like, that's
1: pretty cool. No, you that couldn't even cool. see it. But like some of them, they came out and they were laying on the concrete yeah. down there, but they were off camera. And then that was just Mark or uh, Matt just sort of like walking around, marking the background. <laughs> it was cool though. It worked out. Yeah. Like, like, I had a feeling it was just an accident. All right. It was purely just the universe putting it together. That was, it was definitely not me. Amazing insight, man.
0: And, and it did really, if, if anybody hasn't, uh checked it out do check it out because and that was kind of the point of the entire piece was this is not a fight week piece this yeah. is this is an evergreen piece this is something that you know can uh, w- when Matt's retired whenever right. that may be this will still live and be there um, so if anybody hasn't checked it out it's still worth going to check out it's not timed by the fact that he just had a fight Um but it's amazing insight. But I, the question, of course, that everybody wants the answer to, at least <laughs> everybody who is a part of uh, patreon.com slash the because I shared a photo with them is, <laughs> why in the hell were you taking a picture
1: of, of Matt Brown growing? It was his jockstrap. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a sponsored jockstrap. If
0: you, if you want to see this, patreon.com slash the <laughs> I, I didn't ask Cole Coffee if I could share this or not. He sent me a, a, a message personally, and I was like, well, I won't put this out on the wide interwebs. Yeah, yeah. But as far as our our, our loyal supporters <laughs> and patrons, they are definitely getting to see this. So you just put because, it the pat- patrons only? Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. I'll put it there.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. No, uh, and it's funny. And I'm I
0: believe the caption I used was, giving new meaning to hard work. <laughs> <laughs> as you were leaning in with your phone, oh, I taking was a picture in. of his growing. Well,
1: it's funny. That was his phone. It was his phone. Oh, uh, uh, his phone. Okay. Well, and that's why I sent that to you. And my only caption was Perks of the Job." <laughs> Perks uh, of the Job. That was a good one. That was a good um, one. He was taking a picture. Because he, he just put it on because uh, somebody, uh a, a cup sponsor, sent that to him. And so he put it on after he just worked out and he put it on. And then he was taking pics. And uh, it's his partner, uh, Connor, his business partner, Connor, started taking a pic. And then I was like, So what's it? I was like, Is that what you're, is that the UFC? Uh, is that a UFC cup or, or like is this them sending you gear? And he's like, no, no, it's a sponsor. He's like, and now I'm just trying to show him some love. And he's like, here, will you help me? Will you take this pic? And I was like, of course. I was courting. Then I looked over at Connor. I was like, can you please take a picture of this? Like, so this I is so ridiculous. It? I'm we like, have this to is ridiculous. This. Because the way he, you know, part of me, was, he was framing it was way too close. And I was like, oh, I'll frame it so make sure I can see the immortal on your stomach and blah, blah, blah. I wasn't even thinking about, like... How ridiculous I, this was. Yeah, how ridiculous. Because it's just, you know, at that point, it was like... Uh, I felt like he invited me in to do whatever. And it wasn't like he was doing it in any way where he thought in his mind, like, hey, I'm going to make this guy, for a joke, take a picture of that. He was just like, I can't take a good... He was trying to take a fucking selfie of his <laughs> cup, and it it wasn't working out. And he was just like, can you help me with this? And I was like, dude, of course, I know what you're trying to do. You just want to get a good shot back for a sponsor. So I was like, here, yeah, let me let me just get this for you real quick. But then uh if I was a if it likely was something story. a yeah, likely I story. But if it was something I was ever like embarrassed, embarrassed about, I would never share the of first course, thing. Of it course. was just I was like, dude, this is so ridiculously funny. I was, was like, fun. I have to send this thing off. But uh uh dude, you know it's crazy. I thought he did he did things in that fight with Barbara, but I guess that's the difference of seeing fight speed when you and then when you see in practice. You know, you always hear fighters say, "Man, I go so hard and and practice that man. The fight's the easy part." Man, I saw him do things in some of the practice and some of this like things. I was like, "Man, this dude's a machine." And then when I saw him with Barberin, I heard people say like, "Oh." He looked like he was tired. And he, I was like, nah. I never saw him get time practice. Like I don't understand, but he's it's just always, like
0: I think he's always fought that way. Where it's just like you know what I mean? Like it's it just looks like he's kind of fatigued or what have you, but he's not. You know, you know, I, and I don't know. I mean, or he is, but he just continues to push through it. I'm know, sure it's a little bit tiring going at a pace like that and
1: every day. Every day he was either doing some sparring and doing some other stuff. And part of me, I was like, "Man, this is great for footage," but then I'm also like. Is this the right way to do this going into a fight week? Will you maybe be peaking right? You know, is this the right sort of thing? And I don't know if, you know, I don't know. It was perfect for me because it worked out. I had great B roll, but then, but the whole time I'm thinking, like, is this normal? Is this a normal sort of like going into it? And, uh, I don't know. Uh, when it came, I wish he would have dropped some of these elbows that I saw him doing in, uh, the uh, the training that I didn't see him use in the fight. But I don't know. I also realized when the fight was going, I was like, I'm way too close to the subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like – I was really, really stressed out, and it was all I could do. And that's
0: impossible to spend that much time around a guy on a fight week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially – now, you're going to have that connection forever. But especially, like, there, uh, when see, like, when you <sighs> see that, like, it's, it's hard. Dude,
1: he was on my side of the thing. There's a couple times I saw him when, you know, obviously his eyes are just looking outside the cage when he was, like – clenched up and a couple times our eyes met and it was like fuck it was all i could do to not i wanted to start yelling directions of, and i was like god <laughs> damn it i was like kenny just shut the fuck I up saw you, i saw you cage side a little bit were you out there i went out there for that fight
0: for that fight okay, okay i went out yeah, there yeah. for
1: the first one and then uh matt was in the back end erickson erickson's a beast man i was really really happy to work with erickson this yeah. week. he was great man pitching in uh was kind of, of the,
0: kind of an unsung hero of, of MMA junkie, yeah. man. Like, he was like, I'm
1: not even sure why I was here. I was like, I was like, because I asked for you, motherfucker. I heard like you wanted to go, and then when I was going, I felt bad that you weren't gonna go. So I was like I was like, I'd like Matt to be my second. Yeah. You know? o- and, honestly,
0: uh, Matt Erickson, man, like the, I, I worked with that guy for a long time, yeah. man. And uh it was any, anybody, great, man. anybody that's part of the junkie family knows, but as far as like the public knows, because he doesn't post on social media, yeah. he doesn't unsung hero man that dude is that dude is a hoss I'll, I'll say this if if there's ever any organization out there that's looking to to, to bring somebody on that's a hoss it's that dude right there dude he, it was it
1: was it was so it was so good and it was so refreshing i mean like he could have went out there and sat ringside and did whatever he sat in the back and did post fights with me and damon martin wow, for the most part that was it it was pretty much oh, us huh. For the post-fights what? in the back was oh. me him and Dave Martin. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't yeah, he, he was... didn't. He didn't sit <laughs> out there. Can you believe it? Um, but no, man, I, I got. I can't say enough. I, it was really. It was really. It was fun working with Matt this week. Uh, it really, really was. But part of that too, I hadn't seen him in a while. But um, so I told him I was like, because uh, we we're still waiting for Neil Magny to come back, and there was another one that was supposed to come back, Kaikar Car France or whatever. Uh, but I was like, I was like, I got to go see Matt. I was like. I was gonna try it because we got them to hold. They were gonna hold the winner of that one and then the co-main event and then the main event. And I was like, I was like, I really don't care about the main and then the other. I was like, I just run. Wow. The, well, in the sense know. of like, you're you're invested. You're because, invested. You, sp- you know. And and if I was in the weeds, the last thing I'm do is sit out there and watch and stay in the weeds. I'd rather get back and process the videos. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is the one I want to watch. So I happened to go out there in the the fight before. Um, and saw the end of that fight and then going into that fight. and But I realized as the fight was going on, I was just like, holy fucking bag of nerves, man. As unbiased, of course, we want to be. But uh, there were points where I was like, fuck. There are things I was seeing that I was like, dude, I saw you do this right here mm-hmm. in, in practice or whatever. I'm like, why aren't you doing this? And I just wanted to start yelling. And then I was like, you're way too close. You're way too close. And then at the end of it, I thought he did enough and he didn't win. And I was like, I must be too close.
0: It was super close. I scored it the other way, but I had no, uh, you know, people that said oh, I had it. From it was that close, man. Yeah. It was that close. Of a fight. I mean,
1: I think some people it was just because that last, the last bit of flurry of mm-hmm. Barbarina, mm-hmm. they thought that that was enough for them. You know that he took that round, but I was just like, man, I don't know. But whatever. But at the end of it, I was like, God, I'm way too close. But uh, it was painful. I was. It was. I was sad for him. Um, but I was ha- I mean, of course, I was happy for Brian. Yeah. You know, I was happy because I knew what that family meant for him. You know, nah, I Brian's ba- such a good dude, too. He's man, a good dude. You, know, I mean? you like, know, and I felt bad that they were booing at him, but I knew that that was what was going to happen. I did
0: feel bad about that, too. And, and I get it, man. Like, it, Matt's the hometown guy. It's a close decision. Yeah. It's a great fight. But you do, I, I do wish, and I saw like John Annick posted something like, hey, maybe don't boo as much. I, it, it was like, I think there's a way to, like, boo the decision, but then cheer the guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you don't like the decision, you can boo, but then, you know, cheer a little bit for Barbarina, because that dude came in was a warrior, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, but I Well, get they it. certainly it's, did it's as he walked out. out you yeah, know yeah.
1: I mean? He got his accolades and stuff, but I think they were probably still just like, ugh. Mad. You know, they were just a little – Everybody's a little bit butthurt. You know, they wanted the Columbus the guy to win or whatever, but – um you know, and and that's no offense to Brian. He, he, I mean, he understands it would have been anybody who would have got that, not just you, as much as he was like, I'm like you. It's like That was funny. Bro, at this point right now. Collar you, like yeah. you. <laughs> point, I'm going to wear my farm my kids. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, you're an alien with three heads, and they're looking at you, and they want to hate you He's right like, now. I
0: promise we would enjoy a beer together. <laughs> it would be great.
1: Well, even when he showed up on media day in, like, fucking overalls, no shirt, and I was just teasing. I was like, "Hey, man, is that your uh, is that your way of trying to connect with our agricultural side here in in, in Ohio?" And he was like, "Yep, I'm a farmer." <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love it.
0: Well, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm glad you got that experience, man. Uh, yeah. to, to to be able, I know you for a long time. Well, I mean, you, and you've done a couple, but I mean, that was one of the more in depth projects yeah. you've done, and I know that that's something you've been pushing for for a long time. Yeah.
1: And- I didn't think I'd ever get a chance to. Again, that was one thing before. Manny left that we're talking about trying to do that out of the Cowboys place mm-hmm. and do some more in-depth stuff with that. And I was like, man, are we ever going to get to do something different?
0: I'm still, look- and, I'm glad and, I'll, and I'll f- be honest with you, man, I'm still happy to collaborate with you on some big in-depth features like that. If you need my help,
1: I'll just have to charge you a slight fee for my yeah. talent to be there. Well, you know, I thought it, <laughs> it's funny because I thought at some point on that particular piece, I thought I was going to have to do a, uh, a narration over it to help carry the piece. Right. And I was like, man, that what sort of sucked because I, w- I could have used John's writing and John's voice on this. But then I was like, well, fuck. I guess this would just be me making my, like, look, debut to, like, do it or whatever. I'm happy to
0: freelance. <laughs> I mean, if, if you guys need some assistance, you yeah, know man. what I mean? Like, just just let me know where to send the invoice, and I'll <laughs> yeah. happily charge my premium rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Extra premium uh, rate, listen, I'm sure. I, I'm glad you got to do it, man. So, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, listen, n- no events this week. This is crazy, man. No USC no bellator no 1 championship like we never have weeks like that If yeah, who didn't
1: get the memo to to, to plan this somebody weekend somebody else should have been like bro can we just throw an event just to take advantage like This this would have been the day beat the, the weekend that BKFC just ruled the, the airwaves
0: I guess in is this is this maybe is
1: this weekend final 4 or something is that maybe why people stayed away from it could be, I mean, it's the final four. I think is the the weekend. It's the week after. I mean, because that starts on the first. Oh wow! So I don't know, then, man. That's crazy. I don't know why people didn't. Uh... I mean, granted, I mean, there are things happening. I'm sure in some things, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was just fatigue that they just didn't quite do it. But I mean. Um, yeah, you figured there had to be something going on, but it's just it's a little strange that everybody sort of backed out but. it looks
0: like the two semifinal games, the two final four games are on Saturday, and then I imagine the final is probably on Monday. So maybe that's maybe they the, the organizations all say we're not going against the final four. I mean the final four is a final it's four is big. a big thing. It's, it's pretty a big, big thing. But it's pretty big. It is weird for there to be no MMA whatsoever. So yeah. uh crazy. But you know, that just means it gives us freedom to Give a little bit of behind-the-scenes, a little bit love of end-up. I
1: love this week. Everybody's like, oh, this is like your week all afraid. I'm like, well, we still got to do stuff. Not but really. Yeah. But yeah. Not <laughs> really. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not sad about it, you know. That's funny. On um, the recent uh, – uh, that show that you used to have part of uh, back in at Junkie, uh, that that spinning back clip. They talked about. Uh, I don't know if you remember that MMA Junkie. That, you remember hold that, on, that hold show spinning
0: I've, I've done so much. It's, it's just been, hard. Yeah, for I mean, me. I, and
1: I know it's been a long. It's time. been a long
0: time, man. I mean, we think way back to like <laughs> February. Back to February. But they were
1: talking about you know events opening up and you know arenas going full bore, you know. I like these weekends off. I know some people can't stand when there's no MMA going, but there's so much MMA for so for like a weekend like this. Nah, one every now and then is good. It's crazy.
0: It's just crazy. Like I'm not complaining it's just crazy. It just never happens that there's no
1: major MMA at all.
0: You know what I mean? Like that just never happens.
1: There but I do feel like April. Things go pretty big. Bellator goes big in in April's Hawaii. Going big, yep. They got the, the the two nights in a row that they usually do when they go over to Hawaii. Anybody, anybody pulling Hawaii duty for you guys? I think Matt and Nolan. Nice. So I think they're actually going to do like is there a Bellator or something in Sacramento or something before that? San then Jose. A, San Jose. Yeah. So and then I think San Jose. Going, San Hawaii Jose. Hawaii or something like that. And then I want to say Hawaii's got two two events. The like the twenty third, twenty fourth yeah, something back like to that. Back. So. Uh, yeah, I found out those boys are doing that, so good for them. I mean, that's we did that one. That's a fun That's a fun trip, but uh, it's a lot of work. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just feel like this month there's a lot of big shit going on. CFFC.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously that's easily, dominating the headlines. Easily, I mean, that's
1: the number one organization right now, right? I mean,
0: I'm just saying. So <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to doing that, man. I, 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 I will say this, man. It is so nice for me to be able to just book a commentary gig and not have to think about it, anything about it, man. It's, well, it's, it's nice it's, when you have nice
1: other com- your first commentary gig that now you're skipping for your, your sir, second commentary Sir, well,
0: we might, we might have some news on that front. I don't think we can break that news yet. But, yes, I will unfortunately <laughs> be missing lingerie fighting championships with my man, Coke Coffee. I'm tied up and won't be able to do it. Uh, but if everything works out, we may have some pretty fun news on that front. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping it all. This will be the, you know, it, it always hurts me to have to miss Alon's Ray Fighting Championship event, but with what's, what's potentially happening, yes. I'll, be, I'll be tuned in.
1: As a big investor in LFC. I'm always sad when the, the number one uh commentary guy is not there. I yet. mean you're like a
0: majority owner in the thing at this point. I mean there's <laughs> I many shares. it's publicly tra- it, it is actually for anybody like it is actually publicly traded. Publicly
1: traded and you too can own millions of shares <laughs> of booty. <laughs> of booty and that B O T Y B O T Y B O T Y is the stock ticker and is currently trading I now I believe at point zero 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 six To the moon. (laughs) Cheers. To the moon. Let's all take it to the moon, folks. To the moon. Buy it and tell your family to buy it as well.
0: Bring it to the moon. Coke Coffee will not complain. I will not complain. He's got a very nice (laughs) position on that. Uh. Uh, All right, listen. uh, Like I said, (laughs) doing more interviews. uh, But right before I came over, literally right before I came over Literally right
1: before. I thought you were going to be delayed.
0: No, I thought I was too. I had a chance to speak to Kelvin Gaslam who, um, it's pretty funny because we already had the interview scheduled. Um, and then the whole world fell apart for him over the last couple of days, but he was still kind enough to say, nah, let's keep that interview slot and let's do it. Um, so we'll share that here uh, for the fine folks of the MMA Roadshow. Uh, here is my conversation with Kelvin Gastelum, who thought he was going to miss his fight at USC 273, is now sticking around, got a new opponent, and Drake is Duplessis. And here's what Kelvin had to say. All right. So, Kelvin Gaslam, I reached out to you on Saturday to book an interview. You're fighting Nasrdin Mavov. By Monday, you don't have a fight anymore. You're off the card. By Tuesday, you're now facing Du Duplessis. I mean, it's Wednesday. I told you, we don't have to do this interview, bro. I know you got a lot going on. You said, no, I'm going to do the interview. So, dude, what what kind of a crazy week has this been like for you, man?
2: <laughs> yeah, man, it's been a, a little bit of a roller coaster. And, uh, nah, man, every time we get a chance to talk, it's very cool. To, always, always a pleasure to talk to you, John. And so I was like, "Let's get it done. Let's get it done, no matter what." Um, and, but yeah, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. First, first the fight was off, is is what I was thought, you know, and uh, and then we settled on rescheduling for May seventh in Phoenix. Uh, And so that's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, all right, well, at least it's a plus. I'm in Arizona for the first time in my UFC career. I'm fighting in Arizona. So that's a plus. Um, But then I was just kind of sitting back and and, and after a training session, I was like, man, I put in so much effort, so much time. I moved out here to Arizona for this. And like, I I don't want to let it go to waste, you know? And so I was talking to Ali, my manager and, and he's like well let's run some names who 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 pops up and some of these names were already available or already unavailable they already got booked up um, and so we were hoping that Drakus excuse me if i if i mispronounce his name Drakus um, was kind of our last shot you know it's like hopefully uh, he's he's the one that accepts it we're still on the card if so uh and sure enough he he did accept
0: that's awesome man what a crazy stream of it so i guess let me ask you first i mean this was not an injury right this was not covid this was a visa issue so did you ever know along the way like hey just fyi there might be a chance that we can't get this guy into the country
2: was that was that ever brought up to you it it ran through my mind just quickly like ah visa uh, stuff going on around the world we'll see it ran through my mind Quickly and left, um, but uh, no, nah, man, I didn't think it was actually going to happen like this. Uh, I was pretty devastated, uh, but hey, man, we've we've been through this before. That's awesome. So, what was it? So, I mean, you're scheduled for May seventh, which,
0: like you said, I think would be great, right? You fighting in Arizona; you're right there, it'd be awesome. But you said just something crossed your mind, like, no, I, I can't waste this training camp. I guess what was that? What was that feeling that you just? You couldn't let the work go to waste. Was that it? Was this was just such an amazing training camp?
2: Yeah, I I think so. This was an amazing training camp. Uh put in a lot of effort, a lot of thought. Um, uh, not just me, but like a group of people uh behind me. Uh we all collectively uh put in a lot of effort and 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 work into this camp. So man, I wasn't gonna let it let it go to waste there wasn't any part of you that was like, I mean, I
0: could just go get like a burrito right now or, you know, we could go crush some food, like enjoy it. And just uh, lie, pull
2: out. I'm <laughs> thinking I'm about to go get me a big steak tonight, you know, and <laughs> and uh and see what happens. But then uh, I also started having those thoughts and I'm like, all right, let's hold on, relax. And then uh, I went to, to go train again and then I talked to my manager and, and, and those thoughts kind of started kicking in. And I was like, All right, let's hold on uh off on the uh steak dinner for now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so talk- that I'm not fighting, you know, because those thoughts about getting a lay replacement, and then we started talking and then it getting started getting more real. And I was like,
0: All right. That's awesome.
2: So talk <laughs> to about Driggs,
0: I mean, Driggs obviously has not been in the UFC for very long. He 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 made some impact on the you know on the international stage, but I mean, you, you're you're in the UFC at the time, so I mean, are you familiar with him at all? Had you seen his fights when his name comes up? Did you know anything about him?
2: Yeah, no, I I didn't know much about him. Um, yeah, I had to do my homework on him. Uh, the last few days, I've been uh, I've been studying him uh watching this fights me and my team so uh I wasn't real familiar with him but but I am now you know he's he's a tough guy man um you know he's not in the rankings hasn't been in the UFC very long but uh I've seen what he's been doing you know he has a lot of pop in his punches has a lot of stoppages um you know he's one of those guys he'll take he'll take one to give one so um you know this this guy is young younger he's hungry wants to take my spot um and, and i'm in a in a bit of cross bit of a crossroads myself right but that's not what i'm focused on i'm just focused on getting my w
0: that's awesome i was gonna ask you about that right because Mavov is another one of these guys right he's kind of on the on the rise up and you took the fight with him and you know exactly what's trying to go there he's trying to take your spot so then you get this other guy, is Duplessis. it's another guy that is trying to take your spot. And I just wondered, was there any part of you that's like, "No, man, I'm Kelvin Gastelum. Like I've paid my dues. I've I've I, you know, I've been in fights of the years. I've, I I don't need to be risking my spot against these guys. Is there any part that thinks, "No, they don't deserve to fight me?"
2: Um there's a little bit of that, but at the same time it's like at this at this point there's is is it doesn't matter. I'm so well prepared, it doesn't matter who steps in there um i just want to be able to fight april 9th uh it's what's been in my mind for freaking 12 weeks now uh you know so that's what i had in my mind that's what i'm keeping in my mind and that's that's what i'm gonna get that's awesome how much game planning can you really do i mean do you do you try to
0: craft you know a custom (laughs) you know series of techniques and game plan or do you just go well we we got a week we're kind of already doing what we do i mean how, how much can you do in a week
2: yeah, I mean, I, I I'm a firm believer that if you you can't you can make some some real adjustments if you put in the work. But to be honest, I was talking with the coaches, and not much. We're not changing too much. You know, it's it's not a whole big difference. This guy's a striker, orthodox, just like Imavov was. Um, you know, Depressi might have a little bit more of a of wrestling grappling. Uh, background, but uh, at the same time, I I think just the, the strategy for the most part doesn't change.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all good, man. The whole <laughs>
2: setup here is falling apart. <laughs>
0: Everything's changing on the fly, man. We're fixing the setup, we're fixing everything. So, I guess Kevin, what does this what does this mean? I mean, I know you said you don't want to focus on being on a crossroads and I don't want you to, but what does this fight mean to you, man? You said you've got this amazing training camp, you know, it's it's the first fight of this year. You know, now you're facing a guy you weren't preparing for, but what is what does this moment mean for you? What does this fight mean for you?
2: It feels like a restart in my in my career, John. Honestly, um man, I just I'm I, I'm I'm making a lot of changes. I moved out here to Arizona. Uh, we're doing things differently out here, as you can see. Triple C's bringing in all these people, wanting to work with him, and it's for a reason. Um, there's a system that they've created, and uh, we're following, and it's and it's and it's a pretty pretty awesome results what we've had during this camp, and um, I'm excited. I feel it feels like a restart in my career. It feels like a restart for me. I feel like I'm in a great place mentally, physically. Um, it, it just feels like a whole new start for me. That's awesome. So you completely moved out there,
0: not just training camp. Are you living there in Arizona completely? Yeah,
2: I'm living out here.
0: Wow, that's awesome. You know, I just talked to Mark Madsen earlier today, man, and he was saying the same thing. He was like, guys, this gym, this team, it's different. It's special. He, I mean, you're talking about a guy that was in the Olympics three times, and he's like, Great. I feel yeah. like I'm j- yeah, he's saying I'm just scratching the surface of who I am as an athlete. So yeah. what is it, man? You've been around at this game. You've, you've trained with the best. What is it that's making this so much different? And I told Mark, don't give Henry Cejudo too much credit. Don't let Triple <laughs> C get too much credit.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Henry is out here. Uh, he's out here giving us advice. He's like the dot out here just walking around like the principal, just like, all right, what do you guys? And then he'll give him advice every now and then, you know. Um what we're doing out here differently i think uh the way that i put it was just like you know you you go buy a suit and it feels nice to go put on a nice suit you feel nice it looks good but then you go buy a custom tailored suit and that's a whole nother fit that's a whole nother feeling right and uh, that's kind of what it feels like out here this 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 is a custom tailored suit out here you're getting the five-star treatment as well I mean, everything and anything that you might need, um, we have at our disposal. Um, You know, these people have uh, resources, uh, thankfully, uh, to to, to cover anything, medical, Um, anything you might need, uh, it is covered. So um, it's just they're just doing things differently uh, uh, out here, John. That's awesome, man.
0: Well, Kevin, I won't keep you too long because I know you're busy. You got a lot going on. I appreciate you still keeping this interview. Um, I guess I'll ask you, uh, ideally, I mean, you don't want to look past this fight, obviously. You're you know happy that it's still coming together. But that For scenario sure. of fighting in Arizona, does that appeal to you? I mean, would you possibly um, consider turning around that fast?
2: Or hell be, no. <laughs> about four weeks, three and a half weeks. Um, I didn't consider it. No, I did not consider it before. Um, but I would love to fight in Arizona. I mean, I think we would sell the place out. My whole city would be there. We would tell the roof, tear the roof off the place, I think. And, um, yeah, it would be fun. That's why, that's why I was thinking, you know, kind of settling on that. Uh, I'm fighting in in, in May, but, uh, and that's a a great card as well. You know, uh, Gagey and Oliveira and, and, um, Dang it, I forgot. I just remember being blown away by the card. It's loaded.
0: It's loaded. Well, you know, maybe you get in there in, uh, in Florida and throw one punch and get out, and, and then you can go fight again in four weeks.
2: It's not baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, Kelvin. I'll let you get back to it, man. I know you got a lot going on. Uh, happy for you that you're still fighting and looking forward to seeing you throw down like you always do in always Florida, my pleasure.
2: man. pleasure. Always a pleasure, John. Thank you.
0: All right, that was coming, guys. I appreciate him taking a few uh, minutes out of his busy day to uh, speak. Obviously, we had set up the uh, interview before everything crazy happened. So uh, I, I completely told him, I was like, bro, if you need to back out of this, like I get it, you got a lot going on. He's like, nope, we're going to do this. Let's get together. So uh, awesome. And uh, we excited to see him down in Jacksonville. Glad he stayed on the card. I mean, I, I would have totally understood if he wanted to take the rescheduling and, and fight in Arizona, you know, backyard now. But, uh you know, said it, like, dude, I wanna, I wanna stay on. So, um, good for him, man. I, I, I like Kelvin, man. He's a good dude. So, uh, you know, big, big fight for him. He's starting to kind of lend his name out to, you know what I mean? Like, but, but that's what happens. I guess that's the life cycle, right? You, you you're the up and comer, and then you're around, and then the up and comers are coming after you, right? Yeah.
1: When that interview was possibly falling off, did you, uh, did you call up Nazareth? and uh, little 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 kelvin <laughs> be like bro I'm like, Yo, can, can you, you fill, fill in? in
0: just you know what i mean i was i was in? already planning on can, can you so I just be like can you just answer the questions as if you are as telling us as if you, as you are to- <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Look, <laughs> I, I'm gonna ask you a whole bunch, of Kevin Gaston, questions. Like, can you just please can just, you just
1: answer like, like you were Kevin no, Gaston? Nobody, <laughs>
0: nobody will know. Like, nobody's gonna know. Like, just do that. That'd be awesome. That's too funny, man. It is eerie, how <laughs> it, it
1: is. But it's like, I'm like, and it's funny because I think sometimes I'm like, is this just our joke? And then I see other people, and then everybody else is like, oh, no, no, no the, it's no, everybody. It's, it's everybody's it's, joke. It's the joke.
0: It's the joke. <laughs> so listen, uh, you know. You were, you know, entrenched in Ohio. I've been adjusted to the new job, but uh, is it just me, or does like the last couple weeks feel like the MMA world just done, done gone crazy, man? With this, this the sun and stuff is crazy. Obviously, the the Jorge Colbe Colbe. Colbe? Colby. Colby Cheese? Colby Cheese. The Jorge and Colby stuff is crazy as well. Will Uh, Smith. The Will Smith. The the, The world is just losing its mind. What is going on, man? What is going on? All right, look. Are there – can you give it – and I have seen some people say this, and it's so true, that it it seems like people have inconsistent opinions over each one of these situations. I mean, if we're talking about Chael, if we're talking about – Jorge, if we're talking about Will Smith, like can you look at each of them individually and have a different idea of right and wrong or should you have one overriding <laughs> guiding principle of what's right and what's wrong?
1: I mean, I think when I was taught as a young boy, um right and wrong was right and wrong. <laughs> it, right? There was I don't remember them putting stipulations or any sort of like different variations on right and wrong back when I was a kid. Uh, no, man, it's just, I don't know, man. Uh, crazy shit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just, a, I blame full moons maybe. Maybe there were some full moons and people just lost their minds and did whatever. But, uh, you know, I think, too, maybe with some of these fighters and some of this stuff, uh, you know, you go big, you go hard, you 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 have the money. And that could be anybody. When you have money and you have means to 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 go out and and be fucked up and to be out and being about, um, I mean, you certainly don't get in a lot of fights when you stay home. You know, that's for sure.
0: There you go. Uh, See,
1: but when you're out and about and you're and you're getting your drink on, and then in this day and age, you know, not like anybody, not that anybody that you sort of mentioned is actively out there trying to do something just to be noticed or to be uh, in the spotlight. I mean, well, granted, Will Smith, I mean, that was pretty ridiculous what he did, but um... He was obviously trying to be in the spotlight, <laughs> you know, doing his moment. Real slap, right? Real slap. Oh, yeah, real it was a real slap. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's just a, all it these mean, people that are saying it was fake,
0: they're just are just trolling, no, right? They're just, they're, trolling. Just trolling. they're just trolling.
1: I, I mean, I mean it was a real slap. It was just but it, I mean, I mean, I feel like we could talk about that. That that was like the most ridiculous. Well, that was
0: and I don't want to spend too much time because everybody is talking about it. But I mean, dude, it was a pretty big thing to I mean like, it was
1: it was ridiculous and it was big. I mean, like people joke about people's families and their other stuff, and it wasn't even that bad of a fucking
0: joke. Race, religion, you know? family. But,
1: but this is all this is also the same guy that. This is that, not the
0: fight game. This is a. You well, this know. is
1: the guy that also was like this whole big open relationship, and his wife's putting other men's what in her mouth, but you can't wow. put her name in your mouth? Wow. You know? I mean, come on, Will. If there was a person that you should have been slapping and fighting, how about the dude that was fucking your wife? <laughs> Not Chris Rock. That's up there, just making a mild joke, a mild uh... joke. That did you look at the footage? Will was laughing at first,
0: right? I I haven't seen it, but I've heard people talk about that. I guess he was laughing and then noticed that she that was, noticed and, that she and and was upset, was like...
1: and then decided to go. Up there. And that's what maybe, what maybe, maybe. People think also that it was fake or whatever. But, no, I have no reason to, to, to believe that they had any sort of collusion between the two of them because, I mean, you see comedians come out and say, like, dude, it, that was nothing. Like, I can't believe you, if you're going to go up there and assault somebody because they joke about your wife. Like, they've been roasting each other's friends and families for years, you know. It felt like that was more of an underlying issue of him being upset about something else. But that's not how you see it, it I mean,
0: listen, I will say it's a hard position to be in in terms of, like uh, – like- when we go see, like, an Adam Hunter show, right, like, Adam Hunter will bust my balls, you know, because he's, yeah. you know, he's so great at crowd work, you know what I mean? Right. And he'll bust my balls, and, and and I laugh. I'm like, ah, you know, it's funny, like, you know, there was one time, like, he, he said something about me, and I can't. remember, I remember like, I, I grabbed my heart, just like, oh, you're hurting my heart. And yeah. He's like, don't have a heart attack. And I'm like, ah, come on, man, <laughs> like, you got to keep going further, you know what I mean? But it, but it's and it's fun. like, I get it, like, he's, A, it's fun. And at the end of the day, like, he'll, you know he he's openly supportive of how you know good I am my job and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So I mean I know he's just having fun for the sake of the show, but I will say this: if I was there with my wife and he was and he was and he was insulting my wife, like I don't know, man. I might, was it was so it insulting? Would hit because
1: because of that she because her she shaved her head now because of whatever she's well, dealing with. I think she's with. losing her hair. Yes, yeah, so, but then she shaved it. Right thing. But it wasn't like he he said like oh the, the new G I Jane like. That wasn't that bad. It's, it's not, You're right. It's not that bad. That's not that bad. It wasn't like and he was like, like, Yo, bitch, can't grow hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would have been very different. You know, he creatively put a play on it that could have been fun because his wife's an actress as well. I mean, it just made sense. You know, like, it wasn't... That's yeah, a good like point, too.
0: Like, it is kind of touching on the condition, but it's not really, like, harping in on the condition, right? Right. Like, it's...
1: It's not like, Oh, your poor wife who's struggling and she's making this thing. Like, you know, like, if she was really upset about it or something, I mean, like I think he would have probably never did it. He just, I think, assumed, like, hey, she's got a sense of humor as well. You know, like, this is probably stuff that we all joke, could joke about. Like, or if she was
0: wearing a wig because she's so upset yeah. about her, yeah. her, like, and then he made fun of that, would that be out of line?
1: Maybe then that would, I would see that as being more. This is, I think, he probably took it like, you know, she's. Cheese- out and about, she's feeling good about herself. She cut her hair. Her hair happens to look like the new GI Jane. Yeah, yeah. And he made a joke about it. Like if she was upset about that, then maybe maybe she had yeah tried to doctor her appearance, and then he went at her or something like that. But. She was out and about feeling pretty and sexy and whatever, and he just said, hey, you look like that fucking character that, yeah. what's-her-face played in G.I. Jane, Yeah, and you it's know?
0: like, you, I'm comparing you to another actress, and you another, are another actress. A, another
1: attractive actress that played a a role with a shaved head, you It's know? weird, like, I get it, because, again, you know... I To I, me, I, it just read that that was more Will had his own fucking issues that he's dealing with, you know, his old, maybe, whatever, and... Maybe he felt that he didn't do enough things at the right time that allowed his wife to want to have this open relationship and fuck other men, you know. And now he's like angry. Like, if would he would he have? And been, he lashed out at a smaller dude. Would he and have been he out had of had
0: line to, if he didn't go up and slap? Like, if he just yelled, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth," like, would that be acceptable?
1: Yeah, because then at that point he would have just heckled back. And then it just would have been a part of the show, and it wouldn't it wouldn't have been a physical assault, and it also wouldn't have made oh, him look stupid. Oh, you know the
0: joke with it would have come next as the joke that you made. Oh, uh, Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's the joke that, I mean, that's the thing
1: that everybody else is saying. Like, this is what you're going to stand up for when a guy makes a mild joke about your, your woman's hair choice. Regardless or not, if she was, like you said, I mean, like, she still looked great and she had shaved head. Who cares? It was a shaved head. It's not like they're like, nobody felt sympathy for her when they're looking right. at her. They're not like, oh, poor Jada. They're like, oh, there's an attractive rich woman that's dealing with something right now and shaved her head. I get it. Like, I'm not trying to belittle whatever, but... There's a lot of other people with real, 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 real fucking shit going on out there. Like, if, if if it was really bad and she was feeling embarrassed about whatever, she wouldn't have been out in public and doing whatever. And, and again, it's comedians doing what they do, and that was mild. If you and really if, you just, wanna-
0: if you just let it go, nobody – like, if you just don't do anything – Nobody ever even notices that joke. Nobody doesn't right? even notice it because I think it, a lot of people, gone. a lot of people didn't even understand the joke. I didn't understand the joke at first. It took me a while. Somebody had to explain the joke to me.
1: Well, if they would have showed her on camera, you would have, you would have got it because then you right. would, oh, JJ. I mean, but, and- but
0: I didn't, I didn't get it when I first saw the footage or whatever. So yeah, yeah you're right. So but any okay, so and again, and I think and it so, certainly,
1: it certainly wasn't like what fucking Colby says. People are like. Colby when he was ta- – like All right, well, Colby. let's go to that one
0: next. Let's finish this one first because I think I'm one of the guys that I, – I, I think I get myself in trouble for this sometimes, but it's just me who I am. Like, I think I sometimes side with people who are clearly in the wrong, but, like, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. So when you see Will – do you understand where he's coming from? Like, do you have any kind of empathy or whatever? Well, no, I mean,
1: I understood it, but I also would have been like, "Where were you at when your fucking wife was really doing real shit? Like, this is what you get upset about?" Yeah, I just feel like there's other shit. I would have just been like, "Where were you at when before? Like, this is what makes you fucking mad, you fucking bitch."
0: And maybe that's what. Maybe that's really just playing
1: on. And why that. slap you, fucking bitch? Wow. Like, <laughs> Me and Will Smith are gonna throw out. Partner, I hate it. Thank you, Duke. No, i I like Will Smith as an actor, but I just think that was like it was just silly, you know. But you know better I mean? not see me on the streets.
0: All right, let's go to yeah, let's go. To, just all silly. right, let's go to Colby <laughs> because again, this is the thing I really, really hate about this situation is that it is almost impossible for me to offer an opinion or to give because now I'm involved in the stupid story that yeah. I don't want anything to Ten be involved. Ten yeah. 10 push-ups. I, I just I, I it's so it's annoying because you I done can't ten even push-ups you I, I, done. no, it's not <laughs> going to happen ever. Uh it's 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 difficult because I can't even really give an opinion on this. Um, because it's whatever I say people are going to say it's shaded or whatever and I get that. It, it sucks because I didn't mean to be involved in all the situation and now I am. But um, I'm kind of torn on this one too, right? Because listen, at the end of the day, what Jorge did is commit a crime, right? Yeah, I mean, there's the yeah. that, that is an absolute crime. And then there's the discussion of, you know, did you, like, why wouldn't you just square up on them? Like, it's it's one thing to be like, hey, it's on site, but it's another thing to be like, it's on site and I square it up with you and I let you know and we're going at it versus I snuck up on you and threw a sucker punch in the back. You know what I mean? So, like,
1: sucker punches suck.
0: It, they do, and especially because we've seen—I mean, we've seen like you know these sad stories of like people dying because because yeah. the way their head hits the concrete. When you're a professional
1: fighter, you're way too good that you don't need a sucker punch, right. but you also know the effectiveness of a sucker punch. The effectiveness of the sucker punch is ten times the fold of yep. two dudes squared up, ready and prepared and mindset ready, watching for a strike, doing all the other shit. Um, part of that was probably a frustration that. Jorge wasn't able to do what he needed to do in the ring, so he took a cheap way out of it and actually, uh, you know, sucker punched him. And that was shitty, you know. know. But but at that, the same
0: that, time, and again, this is me siding with people that are clearly in the wrong. Like, it, you can't say that it's not wrong. Like, it, it, it is a criminal act. Yeah. It is a criminal act. You can't walk up and hit somebody on the face. Now, again – that grainy, that grainy footage, like, I don't know how much of it was a sucker punch, how much of it. It does look like maybe Col- Colby turns around just for a. I, I don't know. Yeah. But w- whatever. Uh, that stuff will all come out in investigation, I'm sure. And we'll yeah. find out what the actual stakes of were. But at, at the same time, does there not need to be some – again, here I am. I can't even have an opinion on this. I just think that, like, this is what Colby set up
1: yeah. for himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, there's – Kobe, Colby, in, in a sense, yes, there's obviously everybody's going to be like, this is what Colby deserved. He asked for it, you know. And, I, and you know, there's a lot of people like he took it to a, such a, a low and nasty level, that low, nasty level bullshit talk deserves low and nasty tactics delivered right Dead back. Deadbeat
0: dad. I mean, again, you know, like. All that uh, shit. Uh, yeah, and, and let me take it to another level. Not that my kid's old enough to be in an Adam Hunter show, right, but. Adam Hunter cracks on me, cool. I can deal with it. Like it's funny, yeah. and plus I know you like me. Like it's it's cool. Like we're having fun for a show. Crack on my wife. Ah, uh, we're, we're trending something nice right here now. Hey, hey, hey I know we're boys, but yeah. maybe not. Crack on my kid. Yeah, I, I don't think I could take that. Now, obviously, my 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 my, my soon-to-be ten-year-old kid is not going to be at an Adam Hunter comedy show, but yeah, I mean, dude, the 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 Debbie Dad stuff, the whatever, like, bro, like that's that it's. Too, it's that's what This is
1: what happens. This is what happens, right? I mean, it it, it certainly is, but it's also, you know, um, if you're going to go, especially the route of, maybe if it was like, <laughs> it's funny when you think about it, like, if it was an honorable, hey, you and me in the square, we're going to meet, we're going to decide to fight. You beat my ass. Of course, I'm not going to press charges. This is me and you. We decided to do it on the street, yeah, on yeah. site, you know, blah, 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 whether there's a paycheck or not. But then you go and... You happen to find me. And if it is like a sucker punch and whatever, I mean, good on you. You got over it. But there's no, there's no honor. There's no whatever. There's no reason why I shouldn't press charges. Like for people that are like, oh, well, you deserve this. And you said it was going to be on site. And he sucker punched you. So you can't press charges. Why? He still broke the law. He still did some shady ass shit. You know, like, did he not deserve it? Of course he did. He deserved to get his ass whipped on site as was promised, you know, but that still doesn't mean do some sneaky-ass shit and fucking sneak up if that is what happened and he just sucker-punched a dude. You could have easily just been like, yo, Colby! Hey, motherfucker! See, I have heard... That
0: that's kind of what happened. Is that he like he didn't come in unannounced. Yeah. Now I don't know how much like again.
1: I've, well, still even if that did, even if that is exactly what played out, even if he was like, "Hey, Colby, motherfucker." That's what I've and heard. Kobe I, turns around again, and looks at him.
0: Apparently, like if you and again that grainy footage is hard to see, but yeah. apparently, like he turns for a second and then keeps walking or whatever, and that's when. They, so yeah. I, I've heard that they did try to get his attention and be yeah. like, you know, turn around. With
1: well, that being said, I mean, maybe if maybe the fight maybe that's the case and Kobe won. Then I could see him maybe like, ha ha, I'm not going to press charges because I just, I, now I can talk shit about you. But everybody knows that if you're not in a sporting environment, the legal the legal side of things is going to get in there. I mean, somebody would. I mean, what if it would have happened and say Colby did that to George? You think George wouldn't have pressed charges? Of course he fucking would.
0: Well, well, and, and no, you're right. And, and look, and look, and there's a whole funny thing about not pressing charges, like because, like, okay, so what? And even if, at some point like too, what if, if it's like, out in
1: public, it doesn't even matter what you guys want to yeah, do. Yeah, the
0: state will just pick the it up. The state will pick it up. But like, because you're because you're right about that, because like, what if uh, what if you're like, hey, I said it's on site, so I shot him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, you can't press charges on me. You were talking all that noise, so I shot you. Like, nah, dog. Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It is weird. It's just it's just weird because like. On the one hand, I, you can't sit here and say, like, oh, Jorge did He's right. He's 100% right. But at the same time, you also can't be like, my goodness, this Jorge how How is he acting this way? You know yeah. what I mean? It's just – No, I definitely – it's, it's just – Again, yeah. it's just – Like, you, you, the way you started out It's funny. You know, it's, it's, it, there's right and there's wrong. And then you look at situations like this and it's like, is there is there really right and wrong or is it just, like, such a weird gray area, which is why – we need to have boundaries because yeah. things get like it's, this.
1: Because it's not the Wild West anymore. It's not the
0: Wild West. You know,
1: you can't just be like, oh, man, I, I knew that you wronged me. And at some point, we once we saw each other, it's going to be high noon. We're going to draw weapons. We're going to kill each other. Unfortunately, we live Legendary we live, Duke would have done it. The Duke would have done <laughs> shot him <laughs> before he was born. He's so good. Uh, it's just one of those things. I mean, did Colby deserve to get his ass whipped? Yes. Did he deserve to get his ass whipped in the cage? Yes, that didn't happen. Uh, unfortunately, this part happened, but I'm mean, i not sad for Colby, but I also uh, understand why he pressed charges, and, and that was within his right uh, to press charges. If somebody comes up on you, whether, you know, whatever, and they initiate the assault, mm-hmm. it's within your right whether you want to press charges or not. And Jorge knew that well in advance that that could happen. And I'm sure he was completely fine with it. You know, it's not like he's sad. He knows what happened. He knows whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm not sad at Colby that he got attacked by any means. You know, dude said some stupid shit. I just wish that there would have been maybe – and this makes me sound like a dick. I wish that he would have got really, like, fucked up. If, if you're going to put at this point, you're going to, like, have charges go against Jorge, I wish there was more payload out of it. Well, yeah, you
0: know? because now I would imagine, like – let's say let's say for whatever reason this thing gets dismissed or it gets you know whatever it's 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 minimized which i don't expect anything serious to come out of it you know what i mean I, maybe i'm wrong but i don't think it's anything you never serious. know you never know but never but, here, know. but here's the I, thing is some
1: commission with the fucking hang up could be like no i'm not going to let this fucking dude fight they could but well,
0: but i'm talking about legally in terms of jail time and stuff yeah. like that you are right about that that's something to think about but but here's what i'm thinking is cuz you're right if let's let's say this thing does kind of blow over and then six months from now they see each other in the streets again and he and he, and he attacks them again. Like yeah. now you're gonna have a problem. They would, like, they
1: would they would really throw the book at him. They the throw the book at him. Sort of so you, you
0: had your one shot. You had your one shot. Yeah. Did you get did you maximize your one shot? Which again, now we're talking about right and wrong, whatever. I, yeah. It's the, the only It's the,
1: not right what George did, but it's understandable why he wanted to do it. There you go. Everybody and I mean like same thing with like nobody uh it's unfortunate what kane decided to do but oh. everybody understands why yeah. kane did what he like, did like i hate
0: comparing the two because the situations are so different but in terms of that decision making process right. it's absolutely right where it's like yeah. dude you're not it's not okay for you to be driving down the road shooting at somebody but
1: i understand we why you did fully
0: it. understand wholeheartedly completely he needs to be out of jail and yet. that's
1: why i understand why jorge did what jorge wanted to do like any of us would have wanted to do the same thing you know uh I'm just glad he decided to do it with his fist. There's a lot of stupid motherfuckers, crazy motherfuckers, and I've been guilty of that in my – well, not that I've tried to shoot anybody, but I've been guilty of my own anger issues. He chose to deal with his anger in an issue where it was still fist to cuffs. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that would have done stupid shit. We hear people all the time fucking losing their lives to drive-by shootings and other shit. If this was really – this could have been another situation like that. You know, I mean, it could have did this. at least was like, let me fucking, I'm going to lay hands. So
0: the two things that I've been told that that will support that, and again, I can't can't verify this firsthand, but it's what I've been told from people that were there, is that, number one, they did try to get his attention verbally, as you said, um, and that maybe he did acknowledge them and turn back the other way. And number two, that there was a group of people, but that everybody was told, stay away, it's me. So at least it's, I mean, if there's any honor in being dishonorable, at least it seems like you took the most honorable route. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the, and the investigation knows, yeah. will let the details come out.
1: And like this, it's almost like you don't even want to bring honor into it because it was like honor amongst thieves. You know, if you got if you, you know if you got this guy who's just kind of a been a piece of shit lately. You know how much well, honor is there? But still, you got to do it. You got to do it right. And, we are supposed to be a civilized. Well, Society, and again, that's what yeah, sucks know. with
0: this whole particular situation, is because normally I sit here and I go, look, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm look, I'm, I, you know me, yeah. I'm just here, and now it's like whatever I say, well, it must be shaded and colored by these feelings, and da da da. Well, I mean dah. that
1: it shades and colors my feelings. I I like I I liked Colby in the past, but man, the shit that he came at you for no particular reason, maybe really just like. God damn, dude, what is your problem? And I, You have me over here sitting like, man, I wish fucking Jorge would have punched him a little harder. And that's strictly all because of him acting like a fucking jackass lately. I actually yeah. liked Colby. I did too. I liked Colby before all too. that stupid bullshit, you know. And then uh, now just recently just seeing that and him just act like a complete jackass. I'm like, I have no fucking cares about this dude anymore. I, did- I don't I- care to fucking interview him anymore. I don't care to whatever, but – we have to, but then I'm like, I'm never gonna fucking ask this dude a question. I don't fucking care. Yeah. And if that meant that we never got a video about it, about him again, you know what? Our site will live on. Like, yeah. Right. It would be fine without it. You know. I did.
0: By the way, I did. I did. I did text him to see if we could talk, and he, he didn't hit me back. Fuck but him, dude. He didn't hit me back. You know,
1: whatever. Uh, you want to you want to stay a character? Just be your character and do whatever, dude. Have a good life. Who fucking cares?
0: All right. The last one about these weird situations lately, and
1: you know, I, I don't know too much about the story. Uh, you know, because one. I was so, like, out of things. But, I mean, Chell does some weird fucking shit sometimes. Like, he's another he's another but, guy that uh, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know what his extracurricular activities are. Doesn't normally. drink. Doesn't
0: drink. I, I know for you a know fact. Look, dude, I've sat there and I've, I've been around. I him thought
1: that's the case. But who just p- does this? How she got marks- some serious, crazy anger issues or I, something.
0: I, I think. Just guessing. I don't know. I'm 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 thinking like some kind of weird ambient sleep thing, whatever. Like it's just it's it's. This is the only thing I can say about this. And you're right. I I don't know any of the details of it outside the police report of what I read. But I'm telling you right now, all I can say is this is the most out of character. And, and let's look. Maybe he just maybe he had one day and just snapped. I don't know. But all I guess my only thing is, and, and like you said, you don't know a whole lot about it, so I won't even necessarily ask you to weigh in. But I guess the thing that stands out to me, because I've had a couple people ask me, like, hey, what do you think, what do you think, what do you think? All I can say is, this is literally the most out-of-character incident that I've ever heard of in my life. You know what I mean? Like, normally, something happens, and you hear a headline or you hear a story, and you go like, Oh yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, like, oh, that's unfortunate, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, I don't want to compare it to the Kane situation, but again, remember when you heard that like Kane shot somebody and was like being charged with attempted murder? Weren't you, weren't you immediately like, nah, yeah, nah. There's more it's to it. Got to be somebody else. There's more to this. Well, not even, that it has to, be, but like, there's more to this story. Like, I know Kane yeah. ain't out there like running the streets trying to regulate. You know what I mean? And and I guess and again, so I hate you
1: waiting for the story that comes out that this this family is actually the no. leaders of a drug ring that yeah, actually yeah. supplies <laughs> drugs to to young school kids he's, after they smuggle them away from their families from another like, country.
0: These were the people that only allowed the twins in Westland, Oregon, to have one BMW that they had to split, <laughs> and so you know he had to regulate it. Now listen, again, and this is another situation where look, clearly Chael was in the wrong here clearly, yeah. Yeah. like, ain't nobody trying to jump in and be like, well, I don't, I mean, it, it, the optics up. no, 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 Chael is clearly the right, but all I can say to you is, I have never, knowing Chael as long as I have, and, and being around him, all I can tell you is, I've, this is incredibly out of character, so, again, He's 100 percent wrong. I mean, the, the details are there. Like, the, he's—I'm sure there's going to be either some legal ramifications or maybe some civil ramifications where he's going <laughs> to have to have some, so yeah, there's some settlements. There's going to be both. But I, I will say, there's something more. There's more to the story that we don't have yet. It's not—I I again, Chael does not drink. Like, literally, Chael doesn't drink. So it's not that like, oh, Chael was drunk and went on drunk. Because that's what it sounds like, right? It's some kind of drunken rampage or whatever. You know, he doesn't. So it's either a mental health thing, a a weird uh, drug thing, of of which I don't think he really, um, he's not like a drugs of abuse guy. Like he's not out here like snorting rails, or, uh, you know, he's he's not out here hitting up Matt Brown for a for for a bag or something, you know. But (laughs) but I mean, but we know he's done testosterone and steroids, and you know, he's been open with that. So it could have been some something like that, where he had some kind of chemical reaction or imbalance, but um. I would just say, I guess, stay tuned. I, I don't think it's – there's there's something – again, there's something more to this story. And it, it's not Che lost his temper and just started talking shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's – you. I think for this, I mean, you, there has to be some sort of clarification. Because, yeah, I mean, at this point, you it, it's so easy to, to speculate and do something else. But knowing him, like you said, knowing him and knowing that he doesn't do a lot of those things, it, it seems so out of a character – and and the mental thing could be it. I mean, you know, could be a maybe, mental health maybe thing. we could find out. Remember, uh, uh shit, who was it that just recently fought? Uh Was dealing with something, hadn't slept for like oh, eight, it, eight it, days it down at Eagle FC. Eight days, and then yep. uh end up stabbing his, attacking his sisters. Yep. was charged with attempted murder, and then Arun Rivera, by the way, is the name. Yeah, and the, and they were like, he was like literally there even the family like there was something that just happened he
0: stabbed his own sisters and the sisters were like this is not our brother yeah like th- like we like there was no drugs at all. Us. there was
1: no drugs at all and we but, were like
0: this but, isn't our guy
1: but something mental came out after sleep deprivation or whatever mm-hmm. you know so there's a case of somebody completely doing a horrendous act with no drugs or alcohol involved at all so I'm interested to see what possibly could be the story, but yeah, I mean there's just a lot of question because I mean, if you take him on face value from his previous like the way he's lived, it's hard to point and say, Oh, well he was on a bender and he lost his mind or whatever. Um, and it seemed like the people were completely random, other people that had no involvement with whatever. Well, so. Whatsoever.
0: Like one dude just tucked his head out the door and got yeah. punched in the face. So but- it's
1: so it's not like they were like talking shit or whatever. It does sort of seem like his head was Elsewhere, but you know. um, And look,
0: I'm. I'm Look, I'm not. Chael's not like my buddy or my friend. Like I'm not out here like trying to defend him. But I'm just saying, like, I have spent a lot of time with him, both in his career and post career. Like I've been around. Like it is literally the most out of character. It's so out of character
1: that there's probably something else more serious. Yeah. You know, like there was a literally probably a mental breakdown, and that's the kind of stuff that. You know, yeah. you would hope there would be some leniency. If that is the case, that there would be some leniency for the for the judge, but that's not going to help in a civil case.
0: Civilly, you're still going to have to pay out, yeah, you're right? Still,
1: you're still going to have to pay out, which is fair, dude. Which you is know, fair, like, right? You know, like nobody wants to be out here in Vegas enjoying a good time, and all of a sudden they're attacked for some by somebody by no means, let alone a very good attack. That's what I was well. going to say. Not <laughs> on,
0: not only attacked by someone, but attacked by someone who's a, a, a trained weapon. killer. Yeah, you know what I mean. So absolutely, like you, yeah.
1: Well, I hope it. I mean, I hope it, they get they get the bomb because, yeah, I mean, like. As much as Chael has been, you know, is like this character that is just sort of like a lightning pole to kind of fire people off. Um, ultimately, he's usually pretty damn good and he's a nice person. He's always been super, super nice and like a fun guy to be around. Um, I know the the heel character and this, you know, this character sometime he plays, uh can maybe trigger people the wrong way but that's not how he is you know typically um I know I feel like recently I felt like his care he's went hard on his character lately you know jumping on people but uh I don't think this was just a final break of that character going further it does definitely feel um like something else more serious like this I actually feel sympathy towards the, well, not that I don't feel sympathy towards like Kane we talked about. I don't feel any sympathy. I mean, I'm not sad about Jorge and and Colby's because they both kind of knew what they were getting into. Yeah, well, into. that was going to happen. This this does, like you said, feel so out of character. I do actually feel sympathetic, wondering what the hell's going on with Chael. You know, for this sort of thing to happen because it's so out of character. If it comes out and he's just like, dude, I was fucking whatever, and I'm I was on. And if he does say like, oh, dude, I was on ambient Ambien, and because we've seen people, I've seen people, a, a guy I know that was on Ambien, stood up on a flight, you know, he fell asleep, he stood up on the flight, and they're yelling at him to sit down, and he didn't know where he was at, and then, like, I thought, like, it was, like, an act of like, flight, and they're like, sir, sit down, and he was, like, trying to get up in the bin, and he has no memory at all of, like, this minute, minutes-long argument and yelling that was happening crazy on a plane. Yeah. So that's just real, man, that shit. I mean, if that's the case, you know, I feel bad for jail, but I'm like, goddamn, then you need to look at the fucking people that make that drug or stuff like that. I'm like, what is your fucking drug really doing to people to allow that to happen? But, you know, if it's something that he took and he just lost his mind, I would be less sympathetic. But if it's something else that it was like a, a mental break, whether it be temporary or not, or if there are other issues that maybe he's been dealing with that we didn't know about that finally bubbled, like, you know, with the the gentleman that you remember you mentioned before Rivera but uh they labeled him as like bipolar or something or mm-hmm. schizophrenic or something mm-hmm. like that. That's real shit. You know, like that's real stuff. If there's something going under that we don't know about, I would be sympathetic to that. You know, if it comes out in fact that he was on drugs or whatever, I would have no sympathy about that. Then he deserves whatever he gets. Yeah. You know. Crazy, that shit yeah. sucks. But it's so crazy. That's super, super out of character. Um, but what a what a what a
0: what a world we live in right now. It is now. fucking
1: crazy though. What I remember seeing ever. that, and I was like, I remember seeing Chael thing pop up in my headline. And I was like, what, what chill? I was like, oh, I'll read that later. I was like, read that later. Now as I read, I'm like, holy fuck.
0: It's so bizarre, man. It's so bizarre. That's why,
1: see, just stay home, people. Just,
0: just stay, stay home. home. You don't do anything. To like Matt Brown. To <laughs> like cold coffee. Just.
1: Even Matt Brown's more out about than I am. Just now.
0: stay home. <laughs> just stay home. Well, listen, man, it's been good to hang out again, and uh, again, it's nice that we have the ability to do, like, remote episodes and that sort of stuff, but there's nothing better than... uh, Oh, it's so much better this way,
1: and it sounds better, and there's not, like, weird delays and different audios and other little weird shit. And you give me a reason to shh, drink. I don't drink here shh, by don't myself. Don't tell anybody yeah. about the, the shortcomings. <laughs> we, we crush it. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Right. <laughs> but it's so much fun. Like I don't really even drink at my house by myself. Like I drink here now when you come over. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> it's so funny. When I was watching you all, like, and I'm so thankful that you guys, you were, you pitched in and helped, like, take care of the animals. It's funny, I had that bottle of wine. Sitting here on the the table, I ended up using it in a sauce the other day when I cooked in the kitchen, but it's like I just don't really drink that bottle of wine probably would have sat there for another fucking week or two like shit just sits. I don't drink by myself. As much as I used to when I was younger. Yeah. This gives me a reason to drink when See? I'm here. Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> You're like, just you know, do me a favor. That
0: thing about it, You know the thing I love about John? He gave me a reason <laughs> to drink. Well, that's what they'll say. That's what they'll say at my funeral one day. They'll be like, oh, John Morgan he was a good man. Me.
1: He was an enabler.
0: He the gave enabler. me an excuse to get it hammered, and everybody knew it wasn't my fault. It was John Morgan's it's fault. John, Morgan's John Morgan was here. <laughs> what the hell did you think was going to happen?
1: He showed up. You know was going to happen? That's it. It was on site. It was on site. It was on site. He we said knew- it was on site. <laughs> <laughs> he delivered it on site. I said, John, when I see you next on site, we're going to drink. And then it was on Everybody site. Everybody knows.
0: All right, listen. Make sure you rate, review us, subscribe, all that good stuff. Patreon.com. Yes. show. We'd appreciate that as well. Do whatever you can. Uh, But whatever. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We'll you